These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. We're going to put it to lead, the football aficionado, whether he's going to take the bet or not. Thursday, Montreal at Winnipeg, the Blue Bombers are favored by 11.5 points. Are you taking the bet? Yes, I would take it. You're going to kill Montreal? Late Saturday, second game of the doubleheader, it is the Saskatchewan Rough Riders at the Edmonton Elks. Riders favored by six. How are we feeling about that? Yeah, I would would absolutely take the Riders. You're taking the bets on all of them. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. It's the RP Show. We're coming to you live from beautiful, lush Rogers Place in Edmonton, site of the 2022 World Junior Hockey Championship, where it is day three. You've been with us long enough to know that our lovely and talented co-host here today is also the COO of the RP Show Corp. The great Lee Genier. How are you doing, Lee? I am fantastic, Roddy. Are you ready to have fun today? You always, always have fun. Always fun. It's yes. My one motto in life. It's going to be a lot of Lee and I uh, on the program today, but we, we've not as much quantity guests, but very much quality. Yesterday was a little stressful getting everybody in and out of here, which oh, was great. Great show. That was fantastic. Today will be just as great, but for a variety of reasons. Um, Bryn Griffiths will not be joining us here at Rogers Place, which is unfortunate because the guy worked for the orders. He worked for TSN 1260 Radio here in Edmonton. He launched it, as a matter of fact. Can I just say that Bryn has entered COVID protocol? That's all that I'll say. So he's going to be joining us remotely here today, coming up a little later on in hour one. And then in hour two, Landon Slaggart from Team USA Hockey is going to be with us. I brought two outfits, Lee. I'm wearing Canada gear in hour one. I will wear neutral gear in hour two. I want the kid to feel at home. Hey, there you go. Yes. That's a a host. Yeah, and and on game day, because the USA plays tonight against Switzerland at 8 p.m. Mountain, I just got to thank Team USA enough for sending one of their players down here, Landon Slagger, to Chicago Blackhawks uh, prospect. Yesterday, we had Mike Dick with uh, Team Canada. So just 
Thank you so much to the World Junior Committee and Hockey Canada for setting us all up here uh, all week long and next here at Rogers Place. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, <laughs> Director Jordan, please, and thank you. Um, Lee had an interesting night, not as interesting as mine, and I'll tell you why in a moment. The first point, and by the way, we will get to a lot of CFL talk because it is summer and week 10 kicks off tonight. That's coming up in the quick six. But first, Canada's World Junior Hockey Squad got off to quite the start here last night, defeating Latvia 5-2 in Edmonton. Connor Bedard, Ridley Gregg, and William DeFore each had a goal and an assist in the win. Lucas Cormier and Olin Zellweger also recorded a goal each. So Canada's 1-0, and Lee wasn't there. We'll tell you why in a moment, but here are my thoughts. It should have been 14-1. I had a text from a family member uh, after the game that said Canada didn't look too dominant today, and I'm like... No, they didn't. They weren't trying. They weren't skating. It wasn't even necessarily Connor Bedard's best game. We set the over-under for points for Bedard at 4.5. He had two. But you know what? I didn't want a 12-14-1 to laugher. I wanted a good game. It was a good game. Latvia's never won at the World Juniors. I was sitting just down from Gord Miller, and my guy, Mike Johnson, I got a photo of him. I have, didn't have the courage to introduce myself yet. But I saw the graphic on their screen that Latvia has never won a game. The closest they've come, they tied the Ukraine back in 2004. Would you not cheer for a team that's never won to, to win a game? Sure. You always want to see a really good game. Yeah, and it was, it was a closer game than it should have been because it was Latvia. It should have been a laugher. So I got thoughts. I'd love to hear, hear your thoughts. Our viewers here fired up right now, uh, which reminds me. More tickets to give away from the World Junior Hockey Championship. Text World Juniors now to 902-518-3033 to be entered to win a, to win a set of tickets to the World Juniors quarter, semi, or final tournament games. We had to we had to get a ruling, Lee, because we have people that have already won tickets are entering again. And I didn't know whether we should allow that to happen. I thought what the heck? Let's let it happen. Let's have, You want to come? Are you going to use them? Yes, you can enter again. If you've already won World Juniors tickets through the RP show, you can enter again. But you didn't come to the game last night because you had an interesting evening yourself. Yes, I got an invite to the Castro Raceway where it was the uh, funny cars. It was the jet cars. So, well, you know what? I, I drive down there. It's about a you know, 45 minutes drive. And, you know, it ended up being there was about 20,000 people that showed up to this race so it would look like Woodstock 1969 there was cars parked for 30 miles so I was waiting in line and I just at some point I had to pull the pin actually so I was stuck in traffic and I pulled a Yui almost uh, ran over a few cows (laughs) well we were rolling into the parking lot last night after the Canadian game and you were rolling in at the exact same time and I'm like, Lee, well, I thought you were at the races. Well, the lineup was too big. Sounds like a cavalry game. Sounds like a cavalry soccer game in Calgary. Yeah, it was, it was uh, a too lot Too many of people. people. Like, you know, they, there was 20,000. There was a news story last night just talking about how many people had showed up to the Castro Raceway. And I was like, wow. I mm. saw. And thank you for the invite to uh, my friends over at Brand Bloom. So. Uh, I just couldn't get in. You're the Yogi Berra of um, auto racing. Nobody goes there anymore. It's too busy. Remember that line? (laughs) Yeah. So text us now, 902-518-3033. Your thoughts on the game. Canada should have kicked the crap out of them. They did not. Um, But, yeah, and our poll question today, by the way, for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center. Let's get it rolling. Lee came up with it. Will Canada go unbeaten through this entire tournament? 
not losing game, not just round robin, but playoffs too, all the way to the gold medal game, obviously I'm going to vote yes. And, uh, of course, look what I'm wearing. Speaking of Stephen watching in McCluskey, North Dakota, writes in, and he says, looking forward to continuing awesome World Juniors coverage. Why did the boarding call start at five minutes and drop to two minutes? Double IHF rules? The um, reason was because it was reviewed. So it was initially a five-minute major to Mason McTavish. They reviewed it for the longest time, and then they deemed it to be a two-minute penalty. So it was upon review. Sean, watching in Vancouver on Game Plus TV, says, Roddy sporting some bling today. Nice rings. Yeah, I wanted to intimidate the USA kid when he comes up here. That's what I wanted to do. I left my bling. Yeah, usually he's the one wearing it, handing it around to the Mean House family. Hey? Hey. So, yeah, that's why I'm wearing it today. Is the, is the light shining on them well today? These are Grey Cup rings, by the way. Uh, out in BC, you haven't seen those for a while. And thank you to those that are writing in the contest. Yeah, well, if, you, if you've won already, you can win again. And thank you to uh, the World Junior Committee for putting up those tickets. Which, can I just say this? Here's my commentary on the day, and then I'll move on. You, this whole Hockey Canada thing is personal choice and, to a certain extent, personal opinion. Um, I've got a lot of thoughts, not all of which I'll divulge on the air today, but I saw Cheryl Pounder from the TSN crew saying that through this scandal and the controversy, she looked at her Hockey Canada jersey in the basement, of which she was worn many times, and couldn't decide whether that she should wear it or um, brandish it. And I thought, that's disappointing. From, for, for a lot of reasons. But again, her choice, her opinion. I'm wearing my Hockey Canada gear proudly for a lot of reasons. The people that lined up this deal through yourself and uh, starting at the Centennial Cup are people that didn't probably weren't even aware of the scandal, and they sure as hell weren't part of it. And these players that are out here on the ice toiling here and will for years to come, they shouldn't be punished through this. You want to punish Hockey Canada? Go ahead. That's a, your choice. But I'm not going to do it. It's eight players, and that's all that I'll say about that. It was mishandled. We know that, but at what point are we going to move on? So personal choice, but I'm going to wear Team Canada gear proudly. I don't assume you want to touch that. Am I moving on? You know, that's why we live in a free country. That's why they fought for the freedom to do whatever we want. The 163rd running of the $1 million Queen's Plate is back Sunday, August 21st. The first jewel of the OLG Canadian Triple Crown of Thoroughbred Racing is North America's oldest continuously run stakes event. Showcasing Canada's top three-year-old thoroughbreds is the highlight of Woodbine's Queen's Plate. Purchase your tickets today to enjoy all that Woodbine Racetrack has to offer during the Queen's Plate at woodbine.com. And if I can personally add something, don't be afraid to download the Dark Horse Bets app as I have. It's so much fun. It's so easy to use. And maybe you can win some money like I have. I logged into it and I still had some money left over from last year's betting. How about that? How about that? Point two, the Toronto Blue Jays game against the Baltimore Orioles Wednesday night was postponed due to rain. The game was supposed to be the finale of the three-game series. Tuesday's 6-5 loss for Toronto at the Orioles included a 78-minute delay. The two sides will make it up playing a doubleheader in Baltimore on September the 5th. River Cree brings you the best in entertainment. November 12th, The Price is Right, live shows this November at River Cree. We haven't seen their theater yet. No. Have you? I haven't. Yeah, we got to go see River Cree's theater. 
Here it comes. Everyone's favorite game show is on its way to you, along with the chance to win. The Price is Right Live is the hit interactive stage show that gives eligible individuals the chance to come on down and play classic games from television's longest-running and most popular game show. Must be 18 years or older to register. Again, November 12th, The Price is Right Live at River Creek. Point three, uh, Thursday Night Football. You can't hear the sound effects. They're playing Price is Right sound effects in my ear. Very funny, guys. I like it. Before we talk about tonight's game, Montreal at Winnipeg, it's been sent to me ad nauseum. Chad Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson's comments on the Canadian Football League. And I played them for Lee this morning. It's a 36-second uh, clip from Ocho Cinco talking about his time in the CFL and how great the players are up here and how surprised he was. And I'm, here's my initial thought. And I said to Lee, I'm going to ask you about this, so you got to watch the clip. Stop sending it to me. Oh, Ocho Cinco says we're good, so we're good? I always knew we were good. Why are we always looking for validation as a Canadian football league? Yes, I, you, I can see it with my own naked eye, but guys that have played in both leagues, NFL and CFL, every single one of them said the talent level is like right there. Of course it is. Yes, one guy, Eddie Johnson, who's like my favorite pro football player ever. You remember him, the punter we had with the Riders. He was the last guy to wear, wear number four in Minnesota before Brett Favre. He said the talent's very close. The difference is down there, there's way more of them. He goes, that monster defensive end that we have one, maybe two up on our roster. They had 20 to 25. One goes down, line up the next one. You know what I mean? It's just 500 universities out of the U.S. Yes, on and on and on and on. So Ocho Cinco, um, yeah, it was awesome. I was in the CFL at the same time as him, and that was great. He's a, he's a star player. You don't need to sell me on the quality of football in the Canadian Football League at all. So stop sending me the video. I didn't even need to watch. I watched it to talk about it but you saw it I what saw do you it. think about it yeah i mean i i agree with 100 percent. and he he's hit it right on the head is you know the talent level is absolutely there it's always been there um it's you know what that's why these players go back and forth that's why they these guys end up in the nfl but you know again there is only so many spots in the nfl and when you talk about 500 university players kind of you know, out every year there's only so many spots. Got to go someplace. Well, and that's what Ocho Senko was saying. What did he say? There was 1,500 players in the NFL and way more players than that in the world. So where are they going to go? And he says they've come to Canada. But we always knew that. And then you've got the level of the Canadian talented players coming up here. It, it creates a great brand of football, which why wow, I did not expect to get into these rants. Um, Carlos at Indianapolis says, hello, Rod's rant. Uh, from Jeff, the Stams fan, he says, Rod has been involved in half of the Rough Riders championships. That is a fact. Jack, <clears throat> where was my Bingo. point? Don, our Navy friend, says this is not a CFL thing. It's a Canadian thing. Except for hockey, we look for U.S. validation for all of our culture. It's a pathetic comment on the Zeltgeist of Canada. What are you doing those, using those $20 words for? It just, it just, it annoyed me. It didn't make me proud of something of the CFL. I already knew this. Of course we already knew it. You know, and then just, it, it transcends football as well. Look, how many Canadians are playing in the NBA? How many Canadians play in the NCAA basketball? A lot. 
Uh, Jack Fulton watching in uh, Alberta says, congratulations to our family friends, Mark and Cindy Gregg's son, number 17, Ridley Gregg, on his one-handed goal and being named player of the game last night. Ridley has his uncle Bruce's grit and his dad Mark's finesse. We sat behind his grandma last night. Go check my Instagram story, Jack. You'll see it. She was videoing her grandson, Ridley. She videoed that goal. I was like, just in case TSN doesn't show this 18 million times, grandma's got the goal on her video. Anyways, um, we're running out of time. I might have to pick this up with you next hour, but uh, Montreal at Winnipeg tonight. Last I saw, I think the betting line was 11.5. Gary Stern, the owner of the Alouettes, tweeting this morning, game day, we're ready. I'm like, ready for what? That looks like a very ornery Winnipeg crowd that Montreal is going to be walking into tonight. Oh, it is for sure. It really is. So, yeah. so you know what? And you got Gary. I love Gary's uh, his commentary. Let's put it His that tweets? Way. His tweets. And his conviction in his team. One day, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week. I'll turn the microphone over to Lee, and we'll all go get a sandwich when he talks about the owners that he's worked with with the Calgary Stampeders. Can you imagine giving Larry Rickman a Twitter account? No. No. <laughs> Sig Gucci? Uh, Sig wouldn't have tweeted. He so, wouldn't have? But yeah. would Larry? Uh, Larry would have, yeah. Larry had an ego, or has an ego bigger than... <laughs> Where is he now? I think he lives in Scottsdale, so... We're all the rich people. We're all the, yeah, that's where the rich people go to die. Uh, point four. Uh, by the way, Rod's rant for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. Point four. Serena Williams played her final match in Canada Wednesday, falling to Belinda Bencich 6 2, 6 4 in the second round of the National Bank Open. Uh, point five, Tua Tagliavoa would rather chat with Tom Brady than answer questions about him taking his job. Tua spent time talking with TB12 while the Dolphins and Bucks held a joint practice Wednesday. He had a simple reply when asked about Miami being penalized for tampering with Brady. Quote, I'm still here. To me, that's all noise at this point. How would that feel to know that your owner was trying to move you out and Brady in? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it would make you feel great. No, it wouldn't make you feel great at all. And uh, point six, Olympic curling champion Eve Muirhead is retiring from the sport. That came down today. The 32-year-old Muirhead secured Britain's only gold medal at this year's Winter Olympics in Beijing, having also won bronze in Sochi in 2014. We'll see you back in hour two. Looking forward to it. All right, good job, Lee. This is the warm-up. We're live from the 2022 World Junior Hockey Championship in Edmonton, Alberta, and you're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Day three of the 2022 World Junior Hockey Championship coming down. And we are live from Rogers Place here in Edmonton. And I thank all of those entering our contest. We've got ticket packages now for you by texting 902-518-3033. You want to go to the quarterfinals, the medal games, text World Juniors in all caps right now, and you'll be entered to be randomly chosen to join us here at Rogers Place for 
those playoff games. Um, just checking, we, we've got Bryn Griffiths coming up, but we don't have him right now. So from some of our viewers, as we jump into the chat here, uh, Jeff Uremko says, I'll watch CFL over pretty much anything that's on. And from Andrew Stout, Bonjour, Rod. Happy Thursday to you. Bon matin, Andrew. He says, I watched the game last night, and it was nice to see hockey. I was lucky to watch Bedard play live. However, I know it was Latvia, but we can't depend on Bedard. Canada didn't bring their best game, but it was just one game. I'm holding out. I'm reserving my judgment yet. They, can, they were a 2 out of 10 in terms of effort, in my opinion, last night. But they won. So we'll see what happens today against Slovakia. Ted in Red Deer says, Gotta love Rod's rants and Gary's Al's tweets. <laughs> oh, and by the way, I see that uh, Gary Stern, I just saw his Twitter, the owner of the Alouettes. Can I say friend of the show? He has said, I just saw Amar Doman call out Larry Tannenbaum. Anybody have a link to the video? It was last week, Gary. <clears throat> a sports update. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers put their 9-0 record on the line tonight against the visiting Montreal Alouettes. Winnipeg defeated Montreal 35-20 on the road last week. The last time the Bombers achieved a 10-0 start was 1960. I see breaking news, if it is breaking news, out of Hamilton for Friday night football. Matthew Schultz will be the starting quarterback for the Ticats against the Toronto Argonauts. Does that affect your betting line? It is Ticats favored by two, but now they don't have Dane Evans starting. They've got Matthew Schultz. So that's the news out of the hammer. The Edmonton Oilers are mourning the death of Ben Stelter, a six-year-old boy with cancer whom the team rallied around during their run to the Western Conference final. Stelter's father, Mike, said in a tweet that his son died Tuesday night. Ben was diagnosed with a form of brain cancer before his fifth birthday. He became a visible part of the Order's playoff run. We all know who we're talking about here, little Ben. Attending several games. The Order's went on a 10-game win streak at one point at home with Ben in attendance. Condolences to his family. Um... This sports update for Edo Japan with freshly made food and high-quality ingredients. Edo Japan is food you can feel good about. And we always feel good. We always feel good about our chats with Bryn Griffiths. Let's bring him in. And to be honest, I, I had to get the comment in at some point in hour one, Bryn, about Ben Stelter. This kid just captured this city's heart, uh, the Oilers' heart, obviously. It's been a tough 24 hours with the news that Ben uh, passed away. I, I kind of wish, Rod, we had done this last because I'll struggle to get through this. Uh, yeah. Great kid. Um, you know, cancer just about took me at 60 and didn't, but takes this kid at six. It just, it's so, it, I mean, life just isn't fair. But uh, every time I think of little Ben now, uh, I'm going to have a huge smile on my face. I'm going to think about how special he was, how much he meant to the hockey team how much he meant to the fans in this city. But what I'm really recognizing here over the last 24 hours is how much of an impact he made on hockey fans throughout North America. Watching all the NHL teams send condolences out to not only Ben's family, Mike and, and his, his wife and their family, but sending it out to the hockey team, sending it out to the fans here in Edmonton. When, when you see the outpouring of love coming from Calgary to Edmonton, and as much as we make fun of that, uh, it just makes you realize how big and how special the hockey family is, Rod. 
Absolutely. And when you see Matthew Kachuk sending out comments to Ben Stelter, it tells you that it wasn't just an Oiler fan thing. It was a hockey thing. And that kid accomplished more in his six years than a lot of people do in a lifetime. So condolences to the Stelter family. Um, any yep. thoughts on World Juniors? Bryn, you've got thoughts on everything. Uh, the win last night over Latvia 5-2, the attendance perhaps, or our poll question, will Canada even lose a game? Well, let's let's start off with the fact that nobody's coming. Okay, Uh, I'm, you know, seeing a lot of uh, of reporters who are not from the city slagging the city that it's not a hockey town. Of course it is. uh, And that's ridiculous. This event has got so many issues attached to it right now that it. okay. the very first one, the first try at it, we were right smack in the middle of COVID. So they did it basically with nobody in the seats, even though the tickets were all sold for all of the games, even the non-Canada games, all the tickets were sold. So everybody said, okay, well, that's fine. This is the way it is. Let's just kind of hang in there. And uh, when Hockey Canada at that point and the International Ice Hockey Federation said, we're coming back your way next year, everybody was right back on board, bought tickets once again. Everybody was excited. The town was jacked right up completely uh, through the month of November and December, waiting to get to the Christmas break. We got there. We got a couple of days in, COVID again. And the Hockey Canada people, to what I've been told from various people who bought tickets, did not handle things very well. And it did piss a lot of people off here. Uh, so, of course, then they say, well, we're going to come back at you in August. And I'm thinking, I can't think of the worst month of the year to come back to Edmonton is in August because the weather's great. Why am I going to go to a hockey tournament when I could go on holidays? or I could go golfing, or I could be barbecuing with the family and friends now that COVID's over. The timing stinks. The other thing, too, is we have the the heavy pall of of the issues hanging over Hockey Canada. People have been quite angry about that. I'm one of them. I'm not going to any games. I'm not going. uh, Because I'm angry with the way things are handled, and I'm angry about finding out about things that happened a long, long time ago. Do I feel sorry for the kids in this event? Absolutely, I do. They're getting penalized. It's not got. It's nothing to do with them. It's just it's got to do with the whole circumstance. So there's a lot of reasons why people aren't coming to this event. Now, the one thing that I've learned watching what's happened with the Edmonton Oilers lately, Rod, when there was talk that they were going to go after Evander Kane, I saw a lot of people saying, "Well, if Evander Kane, with his back history and his track record, is coming to the Edmonton Oilers, I'm turning in my Oilers fan card." Well, that lasted about a week. The moment he's, you know, started scoring goals with Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl, people came right back. So what I'm starting to wonder is, even though right now we're in the middle of holidays and we have all these issues hanging out there, people are a little angry. If the team starts to win, and we know they're going to, whether or not they win or, you know, they're going to win, I think they could win right out. I'll be curious to see whether or not fans start to come back next week once everybody starts to come back to the city next week. That's the only way I can sum it up. I know, and um, Serena said here yesterday, FOMO, fear of missing out. It was a lot of fun in the building last night. I assume the crowds will probably go up over the next week if Canada continues to win, and they're going to want to be here, and you can get in for as low as $40. C. Walker's watching in Winnipeg says, why are they playing Canada games at 4 p.m. local time? Seems dumb. People have work and stuff to do. I'm assuming uh, television, it rules the world, as you know. Uh, Bryn, it's, it's prime time out east. Breaking news, by the way, from 
from the NHL. I'll get your take on this. What we love about daytime sports talk. Robin Leonard will miss the entire upcoming season after it was determined he will require hip surgery. A lot of people are talking about that. I don't have a lot of thoughts on that. Leonard was on the outside with the Golden Knights looking in to begin with. They got Logan Thompson. They've signed Eric Comrie. Not that those guys are Marc-Andre Fleury by any means, but let me look ahead and just say, how do you see the Pacific Division shaking out next year, uh, given the way it unfolded last year? Well, it just changed a little bit right now with that news that you're giving me because I, I thought for the most part when Robin played uh, the Oilers, for example, and a chance to see him up close and personal, I, I thought he played quite well. Uh, but I, I think that that's probably a little bit of a step back for, for Vegas. Uh, you know, uh, in the Pacific right now, I think it's for the most part the Oilers and Calgary. If Calgary, you know, Calgary seemed to be able to, what a, what a job. What a job Brad's done in Calgary, kind of cobbling everything together after the wheels really fell off after the Battle of Alberta. So I, I still think Calgary's going to be solid. I, I, I know that I think the Oilers are better already than they were at any point during last season. And I don't think that they're done yet. So I think that those two teams are right in the thick of it. I don't know if Todd's going to be able to kind of keep things going in Los Angeles. But uh, right now, I think the two Alberta teams are probably going to lead the way in the Pacific. I think Vancouver will be solid, but I, I still like the two Alberta teams, Rod. Hey, we got to switch to CFL. There's a big game Saturday. Edmonton home to Saskatchewan and CFL play in Ryderville. They're calling this a must win. They don't want the Elks to get any closer than they are. I see Milt Stiegel on TSN saying the Rough Riders have been the most disappointing team in the CFL to this point in the season. What's your take on the 2-6 and six Elks and this game Saturday at Commonwealth? Pretty predictable for me. I think when you take a look at when Chris Jones first came in here, and I can't speak for what, what it was like when he, he uh, came into Saskatchewan, but I kind of figured these guys were going to uh, struggle until Labor Day. And I, and I felt that Chris Jones would have a continual flow of players in and out of here trying to find the right mix. It's a chemistry set. You know that. It's not just talent. Talent is talent, but you've got to find the right chemistry to go with the team. I felt that they would be out of the playoff race by Labor Day, and I still believe that's the case. Uh, but I think they're going to make life very miserable for a lot of teams after Labor Day, just going by the track record of Chris Jones. I think that he will get the right element in here, and uh, but it will be too late to salvage this season. But I think he could make life miserable for some teams. We'll see whether or not that starts to happen this coming weekend when Saskatchewan's uh, taking them on. But uh, I think as, as far as what's happened with the Elks, I, I'm not I'm not surprised at what's going on, but I would be very surprised if you don't see a team be far more competitive down the stretch in the back end of the season. Saskatchewan would be best to get this one out of the way. Also, kick them when they're down early, Rod. You got to do that. If you give these guys any kind of hope that there's a chance in the second half, they may surprise. So uh, it's a, uh, it's one of those games, uh, it's one of those fall-down games if you're not careful for Saskatchewan. And Saskatchewan's got to get back on track pretty quickly here because you know what happens on Labor Day, right? That's when the season starts, I'm told. I'm told that's when the season starts, the CFL season. I've often, what? That's, uh, <laughs> that's exactly how I've always looked at it. I, I'm always curious to see how, how everything stacks up. But once we get to the Labor Day long weekend, that's when it really gets rolling. Uh but, you know, for some teams like the one that we're kind of watching here, uh, it's just going to be too late. But there's going to be some teams that I think had, had just be a little bit wary of playing the Edmonton Elks after Labor Day because they might actually get it together. We'll see. But 
Hey, I, I'm a believer in that. Labor Day for me is where it really kind of gets gets going. But you know what? I, I got to say this. A, a really good friend of mine, longtime Hockey Hall of Famer, Peter Marr, told me when I was in Calgary, he said, this is how I view the NHL playoff situation. Everybody gets excited about February and March and early April. He said, I believe the playoffs are made in October and November. And uh, I, I, well, he says, yeah, it gets exciting after January 1st. But if you don't build up and get off to a good quick start, you're not usually, that's why they bring up the U.S. Thanksgiving as a big deal, right? If you're behind, you might not catch up. Well, in the CFL, I believe that a lot of things change after Labor Day. But if you don't stay close up to Labor Day, it can be over pretty fast. I've often said, if you believe that the CFL season doesn't kick off until Labor Day, you missed a lot. Uh, Bryn, can you hang on four minutes and come back for another segment? Absolutely. Sure. Sure, Rod. Great. The viewers want to talk about the World Junior Tournament and they want to talk about this week's CFL game. So we'll get into more of that when we return. Bryn Mighty Mouth with us from the Outsiders Podcast. We're live from Rogers Place on this Thursday. We'll be right back. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network, available all across Alberta, NBC, on TELUS Optic Cable. And we're also live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is a fine, fine facility. Roger's Place in Edmonton. That's where we continue to broadcast on day three of the World Junior Hockey Championship. We'll be here right through the gold medal final. And we have tickets to give away, courtesy of the World Junior Hockey Championship. You text right now, 902-518-3033. All caps, World Juniors. We got tickets for the round-robin games of your choice, plus the quarterfinals and medal games. Text us now, and our staff will randomly pick the winners. Um, From our viewers, uh, if we bring in Bryn Griffiths with us, Bryn Mighty Mouth. Uh, TSN 1260 Radio Edmonton alum, Fan 960 Calgary, worked for the orders for a time. Jeff the Stamps fan says, Bo Levi will own the most prestigious team record in the CFL come Saturday evening. He's talking about the um, Stamps all-time passing record. Jason and Red Deer says, Bigger game is in Calgary on Saturday. Battle for second in the West, plus Bo is just five yards away from becoming the Stamps' all-time passer. Listen, Bryn, we've been doing this show in Calgary 17 weeks. People in Edmonton called us a Calgary-centric show. So we come up here, bring on our great friends like yourself. Now they're bitching. They want to talk about Calgary. They really don't like each other in this province, I've found, Bryn. No, it's funny. Uh, we had some relatives in town this week, and, uh, the, and one in particular had, had never been here. And the one thing that he was quite entertained by was the, uh, the intensity of the rivalry between the two cities. And uh, I was trying to explain to him how the rivalry started and how far back it goes. It goes back into the early 1900s, and the, the two cities are not big fans of one another. However, if the two cities work together more on certain other projects other than just the sports rivalry, I think uh, this would be a pretty tough place to beat if the two cities work together. But the, the funny thing, too, Rod, and we haven't talked since the Battle of Alberta, is, uh, yeah. you know, I got a 27-year-old stepson named Jake, and he'd not gone through a Battle of Alberta, and he, he pulled me aside one day and he said, so how does this work? And I said, you're going to go two weeks where you sleep crappy, 
where uh, you toss and turn, where you think about hockey day and night. Uh, every win is excruciatingly wonderful, and every loss is excruciating awful. And uh, you will forget that it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It will turn into game day and off day. And uh, so you try explaining that to people who've never been here before. And I don't think they quite get it until they either go into Calgary or go into Edmonton. And you mention the other city's name and you get the obligatory. Ugh, ugh, you know, oh, I know. so it, it, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. I think it's great. It's well, a you know, physical. Hey, it's a physical thing. But the thing is now at this stage of my life, I'm trying to not pick a side. I'm trying to be friends with everybody. And frankly, it's going quite well. Um, to the World Juniors, Jennifer at the Four Seasons says, if I was there in Edmonton, I'd be at every game. The 2022 junior kids you. are not to blame, not to blame for things that happened four years ago. From Jack, he yep. says, above all else, in spite of the controversy, <laughs> fans need to go to the World Juniors to support the players. That's what matters most. Go Team Canada. From Kevin Olenek, he says, back to the World Juniors, what are your thoughts on the price? Clearly, you know a lot about the ticket packages, uh, Bryn. Was it overpriced? Uh, well, it. Like I said, there are so many issues here, right? People who aren't in Edmonton, you don't get it. Sorry, you're tuned out. You're just looking at it as a Team Canada thing, and, and you're entitled to do that. But here, they've gone through, this is the third shot at this. And the first two, the first one we got, that was easy to understand. That was all pure COVID. The second one, COVID obviously knows its way in. And then they handled the ticket thing so awful that people said, well, I'm not buying tickets again because... If you guys can't get your crap together, why would I come? And the other thing is, I'm on my deck today. We're going up to 29 degrees. It's hard to get people to go. And the other thing, too, is why would I spend money going to a hockey event in August when I can spend money taking my family to the mountains for a week? You just can't. It's hard to justify. The ticket prices are too high. The other thing, Rod, you've got to be freezing there because uh, I'm not, but I'll, I'll try to warm up a little bit just so I so you may be able to identify with it a little bit. There's just too many reasons. And that Hockey Canada thing, it's hanging over this thing. I'm telling you, if, if people are trying to blow it off, and like I said, I feel sorry for the kids playing right now. I really do. But the problem is, you're stuck with it. Everything that's going on, you're stuck with it. And then the other thing, too, there are there's quality guys that have been drafted by NHL teams. They're not going to risk going to this thing. So the people started saying, well, is the quality of the hockey going to be any less? I don't know. But, it, you know, when people just say, oh, I would spend the money and I would go, okay, great. Yeah, well, it's not happening here. And this city, this city is exceptional when it comes to supporting events. But there's been too many bad things happen with this event too quickly for people just to forget about it. And, and I'm telling you, a lot of people, a lot of people are holding that Hockey Canada stuff very close to their hearts right now. And, and I get that. I told. I get it. I understand it. I wish it wasn't the case, but that's where we are. Yeah. Well, as I said off the top of the show, it's personal choice. It's a free country. I wear my Hockey Canada stuff proudly, and I had a great time at the game last night. And I think for the chance to watch Connor Bedard live, it's something that you want to do. Yep. But again, it's up to everybody's personal choices and you can get in for as low as $40. Wayne in BC says, I can tell that Bryn has been a sports broadcaster for over 35 years. He's great and is very knowledgeable. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Um, I was waiting for the butt. 
<laughs> no, that came from me. I said, he's all right. Always a big um, yeah, exactly. Before I let you go, we've talked orders. We talked world juniors, a little bit of the Elks. Um, yeah. Should, should, do we dare talk about what the, what the cost, uh, sorry, what the crowd will be Saturday? I think Victor Quee's doing everything he can. Chris Jones eventually will turn this team around, but they were inheriting the Titanic, man. I, I feel like the fans, I got a little high expectations for the Elks than what they should be. Well, I, I got to say, Victor Kui has done a nice job in, in getting around town a little bit. People can see his vision. But if people thought this was going to be fixed just by flicking a switch, it, it isn't. This is, a, this is a two- or three-year project. How will the crowd be this weekend? If they hit 30, I'd be shocked. If they hit 25, I'd be surprised. It just depends on how many Green Rider fans make their way into the province. Maybe they can catch a hockey game. There's a hockey tournament going on. Maybe you might want to, you know, cough up for that while you're here as well. But I, I would be very surprised if they hit twenty five thousand for that game this weekend. Do they you won think fans? Ex- no, I, eleven they home games. But, that's, but what do they expect? That's my point. I'm hearing they. Well, I, I shouldn't listen to the fans that write into this show. They don't necessarily speak for everybody. But I hear they want Chris Jones fired already because they're two and six. Uh, I just feel like where's the patience? Well, it's professional sports. There's not a lot of it. And if people are paying their dollar, they can say anything they want. Uh, I, I, like I said, you have to be a realist here. This, this has not been good the last few years here. So I want to see some certain things happen off the field. And I, and I'm, I want to see things start to happen on the field. But I never thought this was ever going to even remotely get turned around until Labor Day. I never had any ambitions of seeing this team uh, in the playoffs this season. I just, I don't know what people expect, but you know, like I said, fans are fans. They aren't very patient at all. And I get that. Bryn, uh, you and Robin Brownlee doing great things. He over at ordersnation.com as I let you go. And I don't really want to, but um, the Outsiders podcast, give the folks, uh, or give the podcast a plug, if you don't mind, for our viewers, because it's really good. Well, we've taken a couple of months off because we we're finding one thing. One is that, if we talked hockey, uh, our numbers, our download numbers were great. The moment we start talking about football, they tailed off a little bit. And so we've been going pretty hard here for the last 12 months. So we decided we wanted to take a bit of a, a bit of a break. I'm also heading over to Europe for two and a half weeks in the month of September. And then when we get back in October, we're going to rev it up big time. But it's on any of your favorite ear candy sites. It's the Outsiders. Outsiders is all in caps. Robin and I uh, just have a lot of fun talking to a lot of our friends. The, the one thing that it's funny, we've had numerous guests come on and they, and we don't go any longer than an hour or 45 minutes to an hour. But the one goal of our podcast is simple. We want to talk about sports. We want to have fun, but we want to make it sound like we're talking sports over a, a, a frosty pop or a, a coffee and Bailey's. And we also tend to try to find out a little bit more about our guests. We, you know, like, you know, if we get Chris Cuthbert on, I'll use an example. Chris has been on a few times. I want to. I want to try to find out a little more about Chris. I don't just always want to talk about sports. I want to. I want to know a little bit more about our guests. So we're not afraid to veer. We're not afraid to kind of take that uh, that off ramp off the freeway once in a while. And the, the the number one thing for us is we just want it to sound relaxed, and we want people to be able to do whatever they're doing: walking the dog, doing the dishes at the house, driving around the city. We want people just to think that they're part of a conversation and not part of a show. Well, it's one of the best ones out there. And even though you're off for the summer, they can go back and listen to uh, past ones. We got to roll. Bryn, can you say it? 
I can. Rod, enjoy the tournament. Stay warm, and I'm out of here. The great Bryn Griffiths, Mighty Mouth. We'll be back with viewer takeover right after this, live from Rogers Place in the World Juniors. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Wayne is always watching over things. And there is a look outside Rogers Place. Another beautiful, hot summer day. Well, isn't this something? Isn't this something? Uh, we are in viewer takeover, as you see. And Lee Genier coming up in hour two. And I'm quite excited to be joined by Landon Slaggard in hour two as well. From Team USA. Um, this is the sense that I'm getting. And we'll find out when the television ratings come out. Maybe people are staying away for a variety of reasons from Rogers Place. It is 29, 30 degrees Celsius outside. For our American friends, what's that, 79, 80, Lee? Low 80s, beautiful. Not a hint of wind, no bugs. In a way, I feel a little guilty being inside. But then I get here and I watch the hockey and I couldn't have been happier. Uh, it's interesting that Bryn Griffiths would say that, oh, certain media types are saying Edmonton's not a hockey town and that's why people aren't coming. Stop. Stop. Now, another thing. Lee just made a very funny face. He's very good at making funny faces. You people need to, and CFL fans, not even CFL fans, CFL people need to wake up and smell the coffee. What did Bryn just say? When he talks football on his outside pod, Outsiders podcast, the numbers go down. When he talks hockey, the numbers go up. We experience the exact same thing. So if you were us, what would you do that's the crisis the cfl currently finds itself in and i'm going to get into it a little more with lee next hour so i know you got some thoughts uh from the viewers todd and red deer writes in and he says hey rod great shows as always man when a team gets rid of mark andre Fleury, the goaltending hex goes into the high gear he says also what is the state of young canadian goaltending well they got too many goalies to start Sebastian Casas started last night for Canada and almost fell asleep in the game. I was here. I watched it. They, if, he, if he falters, Dylan Guerin will go. He'll pro Did they now name a starting goaltender for today, Clark? I'm sure they'll start Dylan Guerin. No, I haven't seen it, but I might, that would be my guess. Allie in Edmonton writes in, and at, she says, Morning, RP. Belated welcome to Edmonton. Your guest yesterday, Serena, it's been bugging me since we first saw her as a guest on prior shows as to who she reminded us of. Last minute of play in hour one. Then finally figured it out. Light hair version of actress Jennifer Love Hewitt How from the show that? 911. She'll be very happy to hear that, Allie. I'll pass it along. As a matter of fact, she's going to be with us next hour. She says, we'll be at the Elks and Riders game Saturday, really enjoying all the interviews, great shows, enjoy the World Juniors. Thank you, Allie. Is that not just a very positive, perky message to read on this Thursday? I just laugh. In Calgary, the Edmonton viewers were saying, oh, you're Calgary-centric show. That quote really stands out to me. And now we're here in Edmonton and we're having such a great time. And I just don't want to pick a side. I want to be friends with everybody and it's working well. 
Lee Genier coming up after this break. And uh, also Landon Slaggart from Team USA. I got to change my jacket. We'll be back after this break here on the RP Show on Game Plus. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.